Hello, mate. How you doing? I've given up. I'm. Uh, I can't keep going I've got on eBay. Left. I've um, like all joking aside now, like um, I've 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 been running and like moaning to you for the past few days, and um, yeah, mate, I've uh, I've come to accept that I'm a small fish in a big pond when it comes to Pokemon eBay sales because I just can't, just can't compete anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Left. You know. What did you try and win? Uh, I mean, so I've got to the point where on all the sets I'm collecting, there's like one or two cards now. So obviously, like, where you can sort of scroll through, baby, like, I need that card, I need that card, oh, that one looks all right. I can't do that anymore because I've already got them. So it's literally like one or two cards in each set. But the problem is I'm a little bit picky. So whereas before I didn't really have to wait because there was other cards I was chasing, I have to wait now for another one to turn up. Um, yeah. So when I do find one, I'm like, okay, I put some money aside, you know, can I afford to spend that much? And um, I try and bid them. So recently, uh, take as an example, like Celebi from Near Revelations, last week I bid £88. For a, it's an unlimited hollow, mint condition, raw. Bloody Pokemon's oh, here. fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck's sake. Oh, no, wait, one minute. This podcast is fucking terrible. So as a as an example, I bet a lot of money, but what I thought the price of a single unlimited hollow uh, raw would be in mint condition just isn't. It's not in. The, it's not in the same mindset. Like um, I would be willing to pay thirty, forty, fifty pound on an average hollow, okay, on a mint condition hollow. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think that's quite an average price and quite expensive to be honest for one card. That's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's not the case anymore. I'm, I'm telling you now, it's not the case. I've not been able to get a mint condition card in the past two weeks without having to fork out over a hundred quid. And that's not a joke. And um, I literally, like anyone listening, tell me if I'm wrong because if you're like me and you bid on raw mint cards, you you tell me what the price of an average hollow is because I'm finding it's fifty to sixty quid plus like. Particularly, particularly with Neo, because for some reason I don't think they printed a lot of Neo cards. I mean, the Neo boosters alone go for hundreds. They're catching up to base set, to be honest. But the Neo singles, popular ones like Celebi, Houndoom, Lugia, obviously Ho-Ho, they're getting really expensive. And Neo has always had a higher price point than, say, Fossil Jungle. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it's only going to get more expensive. I mean, like I've sent you some prices that. I've lost. I've that yeah, I've lost to, and it's just like, um, it's not like I'm not exaggerating. It's not inflation. I'm I'm not inflating what I'm spending on it. It's I'm trying to win cards by spending a lot of money, and it's not working. So where where does that where does that leave us? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm fucking left out in the. No, but yeah, know. it's just uh, crazy at the moment. So at the mo- it's just eBay wise, it's just like it's a downer, <laughs> but. Powering nice. through. You'll get there, mate. You should come to Japan, mate. It's where you get the bargains. I don't. Yeah, you've gone for. I've, uh, I've won a lot of. Uh, I've won a lot of auctions over the last.
few days since our last episode. Just to rub uh, <laughs> so I'm rubbing salt in the wound there. <laughs> no, 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 but it's quite... It's definitely... It's not the same kind of value that you're bidding on. I mean, I'm I'm buying a lot of uh, cards from the VS series yeah. now. So some to keep, some to sell on. Um, it's a couple. I've just bought a lot, actually. One of them was Lance's Aerodactyl in this lot of cards. There's about 20 VS cards, like the Raichu, Lapras, and some trainers and things. I'll sell, I'll sell them, but I'll keep the Aerodactyl. Um, and I'm trying to get Lance's Gyarados at the minute as well. So I'm really into the VS cards at the minute. Still collecting Rocket. Luckily for my wallet, I'm going through the commons and the uncommons in it. Haven't got to the hollows yet. But, it's an expensive uh, venture. When I do, it's expensive. Well, I, tell a lie. I'm bidding on a on a right you secret rare at the minute, so we'll see if I get Yeah, that. that's one of the few secret rares which actually goes for the price I believe it's worth, like um, about 50 to 60. Yeah. Whereas if you go for like mm. an, a Dark Arbok for some reason, it seems to be expensive, or a Dark Dragonite, Dark Blastoise, it's just like, yeah. get prepared to get hit. Nice yeah, you're gonna make it, it's going to take a hit though. So I was actually, I don't know if I told you, I was talking to a guy last week and I was going to buy his Rocket Collection. So we agreed on the price, um, pending me seeing the cards. And he, he didn't really want to show me the cards, he kept making excuses. <laughs> so I said, look, I'm not going to send you the money. And he wanted payment before, so I was going to collect. He wanted payment. Sounds um, pretty fishy to me. Before, yeah, before I collected the cards. I was like, well, mate, I'm not going to pay you before I see the cards. Like, I want to wanna see what I'm buying. I was going to collect. Anyway, so eventually he uh, sent me some photos and I was like, yeah, I'm not interested, sorry. Because they were absolutely battered. This Dark Charizard looked pristine in the, in the, the binder, right? So it's quite deceiving. As soon as he took, a, took it out of the binder and took some closer pictures, there literally it was a crease down the middle, it was a white all over it. And because of the light reflecting off the binder page, you couldn't see this. Um... But yeah, what I'm getting at is, sorry, to get like true mint Watsy cards now is, yeah, like you say, it's it's getting very expensive. I mean, in, very expensive. we mentioned it, like, I think you're talking 20 episodes ago now, where we mentioned it's expensive, and it, it it was then, and now it's like, that was cheap, that's cheap now. <laughs> well, this is, this is it, and it's just so, like, honestly, you've got to jump on this while you can. If you've got the funds, and you're ready to go... And you've got a gut feeling about things like this. You've got to just take it because. So another example. You know, I've mentioned those evolution booster boxes. Yeah. I paid one twenty-five a box at the start of the year. Last time we spoke about them, a month or two ago, they were going for four fifty, five hundred. They've now pushed eight hundred pounds. Yeah, someone heard, I told told me about that. Now actually. this box was one hundred and twenty-five pounds. Literally, when I bought it back in May, one hundred and twenty-five pounds. It's nearly a grand already, which is fucking stupid. It's insane. So talking of uh, price increases then, mate, we're looking at getting some more cards graded, aren't we? To increase the value of some of our cards. Um, we've still got ours at PSA, as you know. As everyone knows now, we've been waiting half a year nearly. Well, over half a year, actually. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about CGC, weren't we? So yeah, this comes to the sort of um, the main point of, this, uh, of today's episode, which is... Um, PSA versus CGC versus additional Beckett, Beckett. yeah, and other yeah. companies. And is PSA the way to go, or is there other options available? Um, so, from what I've heard, CGC has got pretty quick turnaround times, like between yeah, a month to two months. Um, 
which isn't bad. Problem is, apparently, a lot of people are starting to get interested now. So the same thing is going to happen eventually at CGC that's happening at PSA. Um, so if you're going to grab a CGC, I think you need to do it quick. I'm definitely gonna gonna send off a batch to test it out. I've yeah. got a big pile of cards to grade, but there's like you know there's that there's definitely that kind of conflict of which ones do I send to PSA, which ones do I send to CGC? I mean, yeah, this this I mean I've got comic books which I know obviously CGC are known for, so I I'm definitely sending stuff to CGC like regardless it'll be my old comic books and um. When it comes to cards, it's like um, it's like a, we mentioned it before the podcast. It's like um, a brand, right? And behind behind a brand, there's a bit of power. Like people, don't, it's not like some it's sort of an unwritten rule that it it's like reliable, right? And it's and it means more. Like mm. a card at a ten in CGC. I don't know what the ratings are in CGC, so I'll just say the ten the best um, compared to a ten in PSA. It doesn't mean the same ten. And it's just like um, the weight behind the name makes a lot of difference and so like i i honestly don't know yeah. it's a bit of an unknown really as to what commons are worth when they're graded at cgc you know i don't know it's weird i mean the prices are literally the, the prices are kind of getting dictated by whatever people want to pay for it on ebay at the minute for, especially for cgc yeah. i mean there's a you've seen a lot of cgc cards coming through now um and they look quite nice. They do look nice. I know our friend uh, Mitchell Wabox Den has got a batch with CGC now. He's got a big batch of cards. Um, and I think he was telling me... I've still got to do some research. So I could be wrong. I think he was telling me they do subgrades as well on the actual card. You can pay extra. So you know how with Beckett you get the centre in, the so, corner in. So that's that the one thing. thing I like about Beckett. Like, um, If yeah. I was to send cards to, a di- to another company, um, which is still possible... like. I honestly think Beckett, the way they do their subgrades is really like. If you've got big cards, I'd say yeah. If you've got like your your Shadowless base set, you know your your Mint Charizards, I think that's got to go Beckett always, all day always. That is the the, the premium. I think anything old and valuable that's not <laughs> insanely valuable, but you like your your Blastoise. Um, Hollow, your Venusaur Hollow, your Chansey. I would say that kind of stuff. I would recommend PSA because, like you said, the, the name carries weight. Yeah, it does. Yeah, CGC is getting there, but I think it'll be a long time before they really catch up. And PSA has been around for so long. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm planning to send off modern cards to CGC. Modern and Japanese, all of the minty Watsy stuff, I'm going to send to PSA in another submission. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I want to try CGC out, so I've got a stack of cards. I've got about sixty cards to grade. I think I'm sending about twenty-five to CGC. We'll give them a little, give them a little try. See what the turnaround. Well, like, like I said, when you do that, mate, I'll um, I'll shove my comic books in there and pay him. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we definitely. Um, I think it's definitely worth doing. I mean, uh, it's not even for like value on my, on my comic books. It's more for, that's the comic books for me. They're not worth anything. They're just um, it's more sentimental mm. to me that I've had them for, since I was like, I mean, it's probably the first comic book I ever bought. So it's just like I'm just gonna get them basically protected. That's all it's for. Um, it's not a bad shout. I've got a uh, I've got a couple of uh, quite valuable comics. I might actually uh, look to send off. 
But um, the one thing that CGC has got going for it, which PSA hasn't at the moment, is the turnaround times. Now, I know it's not PSA's fault, and, and I know well, that yeah. there's a reason they've got such long turnaround time. It's because they are the sort of company to get cards graded. Um, however, that being said, you become a little bit um, like... Yeah, pushed to the back of the mind in a in a in a in a way because when you say your turnaround time, we don't have one because it can be that long. It's not viable. CGC is like getting a massive advantage in that sense. Uh, that's the thing. I, I've been. I'm so put off sending to PSA at the minute. I mean, I really thought we would have our cards at least you know, before Christmas, and we're now nearly at February, and it's 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 you know it's no one's fault. It's just the way things have worked out, but it really puts you off sending to PSA. And if CGC say to you, you know, we can guarantee your card back in less than a quarter of the time it's taken a PSA so far, then to me it's a no-brainer to at least give it a go. I do wonder, like, um, where, what our cards are like. Like, are they... They must be stored somewhere where, obviously, like... Because the, the, these things are worth a lot of money. And... Um, yeah, I do wonder where they've been sitting for like a year. Charizards. Where have they been sitting... Oh God knows, mate. It's some bloke's pocket. Yeah, exactly. Now they, they, they've definitely got um, like systems in place, and you'd like to think they know what they're doing. But I don't want to wait a year to get back some yeah. cards. Like that is that is when you when you say that out loud, that is that is fucking insane. Like it's not their fault. But then you know it begs the question: Why aren't you hiring more staff? You know, if you've got such a high demand, why aren't you taking on more staff? I mean, I know they apparently have hired more staff, but clearly not enough because it's still about a massive backlog. I mean, like, um, it seems like quite impossible to, for that, doesn't it? Like, when we were, because we've always said this is our first submission to PSA, right? But it's also our first experience with PSA. So, like, depending mm. on how this one goes, it's that's why I'm not sending anything until we get these ones back, personally, because. If the turnaround, yeah. if the turnaround time uh, for these ones ends up being a year, year and a half, like worst case scenario, like then what's the point? Like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know when we'll be alive in a year. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's. I mean, at the very least, yeah, I'm definitely not gonna send to PSA until we get ours back. Um, because the turnaround. Because I am gonna try this CGC yeah, submission yeah. to see what it's like. It's all based on this first experience. Yeah. Like, if the if if in yeah. February. We're like, oh my god, we've got our cards back, and they they're exactly the same as when we sent them off, and they're graded, and are oh, good, you know, very happy with the grades. It could be the other way around, where actually it's taken eight months for me to get mm. really shitty grades, where I feel like they're relatively unfair. I'm not a grader, but I can see with my eyes, and it's just like I don't know, like yeah. I, I, the first one's definitely going to impact whether I do it again or not. Hundred percent. It's um, it's it's a shame. I mean, like I said, it's it's no one's fault per se. It's just the way the market's gone. Explain COVID, yeah, but legitimately, I mean, can you imagine those poor bastards at PSA though? You're right, Dan. Uh, yeah, we've got um, ten thousand cards you need to do by the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? They literally like, yeah, ten, one, five, ten, six, seven. Well, you imagine nine, like it, ten, when, one. I mean, if you've been taking your time and you've had a slow start, whatever, the last half an hour of your shift is gonna be like, right, yeah, like you said, like eight, nine, ten, seven, one, four, three, like. Yeah, mate. You were allocated to do a thousand cards today. You've only done twelve. Uh, can you get the other nine thousand done by the end of the day? You've got half an hour left. It's mad. Jesus, it's crazy. 
So yeah, that's why I'm going to try CGC. Um, so what are you sending off then? So I've got them in front of me. Because I've separated out the Watsy ones and the valuable ones. Uh, so like, so I've got some first editions. They're going to PSA. Um, to trial out CGC, I've got a bunch of Evolutions uh, cards I want to send off. And some Japanese ones. Um, so I'm sending off the Polyrath from Evolutions. Chansey from Evolutions. For those who don't know, um, Evolutions is from 2016. Uh, it was the 20th anniversary they done a reprint of uh, base set, and they included some full art cards. Of course they did. That set is XY Evolutions. Of course they did, exactly. Um, so yeah, Chansey, Polyrath from Evolutions, Dragonite full art, very nice card. Brock full art, another very nice card. Got Mega Blastoise EX, a Blastoise EX, a Venusaur EX, a Mewtwo EX, a PGR EX. You get the idea. Bunch more Evolutions cards. Got some Detective Pikachu promo cards that look quite cool. Um, you still haven't seen it? Yeah, yet, I've seen you? it. Yeah. Oh, you seen it? What do you think? Overhyped. I did think it was. It wasn't bad. It was just an easy watch. Yeah. It was quite weird seeing some of the Pokemon in like real life as well. Yeah, I mean, it was good in that sense, but it's like, I think that's probably as far as they can push it, really. To be honest. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't incredible. Um, wasn't incredible. So I've got some of them. I've got a Psyduck, Pikachu, and a Bulbasaur just sending off from Detective Pikachu. This card's really cool. So I bought it from Facebook, and it was part of a bundle that I bought for really, really cheap. And I didn't even know this card was in it until I'd already bought it. And it was a Charmander bundle, a bunch of basic Charmanders and a few random from other sets. But this is actually an E-Series Charmander, and it's properly mint. It's gem mint, and I'm really happy with that, actually. PSA 10 is going for a fair old bit. Um, I'm sending this off. It's just a, it's just a non-hollow. E-series. E-series. Oh, nice. Which set do you know? I think it's Aquapolis. I'm not too sure on E-series sets. I need to look that up. Um, Either way, though. Yeah, Charmander. Really nice. Chase card. Yeah, that's going off. I've got some... And then some stuff from Mitch's box breaks. So I've got like a tag team Venusaur from the Sun and Moon... Dragon Eye, Offalot, Piplop with Trainer, some other stuff. And then part of the stock I received at the start of the week from Japan, um, I'm sending off some Charizard promos as well, the Illustrator promos. So I've got four of them left. They sold out straight away, so I've kept four to one side and they're going off to get greeted. But yeah, mate, I think all in all, it's about 20, 25 cars I'm going to send and just to kind of dip my toes and. See what it's like. I've heard good things. Yeah, what's the um, what's the price um, like then? Is it the same as PSA? So talking to Mitchell, he paid twelve Australian dollars per card for standard, but I think if you want the subgrades added to it as well, to centre in, corner in, etc. I think that's four dollars extra. So it worked out sixteen dollars Australian a card. So, so it's about like, a quid. <laughs> it's about nine. I think it's about nine pounds, just over nine pound a card. Fair enough. Um, with the, with the subgrades, you have to be a member though, like PSA. So I think the membership was thirty quid for the year. I'm guessing um, you can just cancel it. The cards are just under a tenner each. Well, you so you you pay and you get that membership for a whole year. Oh right, okay. Uh, it's just like a one-off fee. Um. So all in all. 
it's probably not too different from the PSA cost. Is the only reason I'm doing it is the turnaround times. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the funny thing is, I could send these off tomorrow. I'd probably get them back before our PSA cards come back. Well, this is it. This is it, and this, this is why it might, be, it might be a good idea, because you'll get the card graded back, and you'll be able to sell them on, and, and uh, the business will continue. Um, yeah. You know. Only issue is, I think a lot of people are starting to cotton on and do this themselves. I think there's more chance of a Californian wildfire happening with PSA than us getting our cards back at this point. That's can you imagine? Oh, sorry, the PSA factory actually burned down. Um, oh, God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? I mean, I, I think we have... I'm sure we have some kind of insurance, but... I mean, I'd rather have the cards back, but I know what you mean, like... Yeah. But CGC, I think, is um, a, a definite, reliable option, to be honest. Definitely reliable, turnaround times, and, you know, like we said, they are they're already established, you know, in terms of comics. And trading cards... They're getting there, but their brand is already well established, and I think the slabs look quite nice. As yeah, well. I mean, um, the slabs definitely like it. Help, it's like icing on the cake in it when they look nice. Um, mm. I think uh, I don't think for them sort of cards either. Like I don't think the name would make a difference. Like like I said, if it was like those super hard cards to get the rares and stuff, PSA obviously the the name will give you extra money. Um, but with that sort of I'm not saying those cards aren't valuable, by the way. I'm just saying, like, for the for the level, it's going to be... No, uh, no, you won't yeah. lose much money. You, In fact, it won't lose any money, I can imagine. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, um, but I, I would still... Yeah, I would still recommend, like, the chase cards. I would I would definitely recommend PSA. So, like, any kind of Watsy Hollow, um, particularly, like, you know, base set, Skyridge, stuff like that, I'd go PSA. And then for the big chase cards, go Beckett. <laughs> Because you're going to get much more for your investment. Do you um? Do you know what the worst thing would be? Right, we'd uh, is that you get the cards back from obviously we sent them from your address, um, and we're still in lockdown. <laughs> so, like, oh Tom, why don't you come? Oh wait, so I've got them all here. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. I'll open them like, for no. you. No, yeah. put them down. Oh, oh my charger! Oh, I got ten. I'm afraid yours only got a one, Tom. So, uh, no, it didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the only duplicates we sent off together, we both sent a Charizard and we both sent a Shining Gyarados, but <laughs> both of mine were in much worse condition than Yeah, yours. I mean, my, my Gyarados had two tiny white nips on the top. The Charizard, I can't remember what it looked like, to be honest. It was pretty, pretty meant, mate. I think my guess for your Charizard was an 8 or a 9, possibly a 9. My guess for mine was like a 4 or a 3, if I'm lucky. But that's your, um, that, that, your Charizard is similar to my comic books in a way. It's like that same, like, you didn't do it just for the value, you did it because it's your Charizard, and uh, it is yours, and, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, whether you're getting back again, I can't tell you, but but I'm sure... Um... Oh, yeah, this is it. I think this... It's really important that, you know, because obviously we're both trying to make it a little bit of a business for ourselves as well. Like, the, 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 oh, the you're flying with it. You're flying. Arena. But that's what I'm saying. It's important to... Because we've got such a passion for... Pokemon, you know, I love it. A pair of losers. Love it. We absolutely love it, and I think that that really, really helps you. I think like, achieve your goals because those cards I've sent off to PSA, they're not all to sell. Like, I'd say half to keep and half to sell on. But we we love this, don't we? So I think we're in this for the long haul. Even the money aside, I think there's a yeah. I think that's an important lesson. Like, um, 
while while we talk about grading and chase cards, like it's to be honest, I think at the very core of what we're doing here is like the love for what like for the hobby and also like um the 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 items which are most important to us are the ones which are like been through the washer and stuff. Giant, it doesn't have to be. It, oh yeah, like, for me that's like the key fundamental to like continuing is like are you still in the same mindset as you were when you first started collecting Pokemon all those years ago and it's like mm. yeah I fucking love getting cards I fucking love getting cards and um, and even like the battered base set ones I've got in my folder they they will mean far more than the rest of the cards I get from now on but it's just like that that core mm. value is still there and that's why we do what we do you know yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. And um, obviously we put that forward when when we do the business stuff as well. Like, we don't want to send off crap. We want to give give away good, you know, condition cards that people like the same as we do. Yeah, exactly, 100%. It's just, I think you've got to love what you do, otherwise there's no point in doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and that's with anything in life, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, which oh, is why I'm quitting definitely. my job next week. No, I'm, t- <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I need the, mon- need the money on that one. <laughs> But um, yeah, because you, you, you spent it on Pokemon cards, uh, didn't you? So. Yeah, yeah. Is it... We tried to anyway, but you can go. So I just quickly, I had a weird um, mind. This is going to be like a very quick side thing. When I was doing um, boxing, like there was options for one to one training, right? And they were thirty pound each, and I was thinking to myself, "Fucking hell, that's expensive, thirty pound each." I went, no, "I can't keep this up. Like one one lesson a week, it's breaking the bank." I, I spend more than that. On cards, like in a day, like in a month, then a month, in a, in a month's worth of Pokemon, like it's insane. Like thirty pounds, like fucking, just do ten lessons. It's just like what? It's like it's just when your mindset, like as you get older, like things move with you. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. so. It's just yeah, like yeah. the value is different. Well, this is at the start of the year. I wouldn't have dreamt of spending. The amount of money that I'm spending on on auctioners now. Well, I, I remember going back and forth with this bloke over a quid on a, on a Persian from Jim Challenge at the time. I was like, "Nah, I'm not paying. I'm not paying sixteen pound, fifteen pounds for max." I'm, I'm just like, "What? <laughs> what happened?" I remember saying to you like, "Oh, I bought a hound. Oh yeah, Houndor. Oh yeah, how was it? Like, twenty eight quid." Just, Fucking hell, mate. Really, twenty eight quid? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I actually I remember just like, that. Fuck. I actually remember that. It's cheap as shit. <laughs> Just away. It's just like the market's going. Uh, like in middle. Oh man, I was just like, what the fuck happened? You know, it comes back to that question of we're we're in the middle of a a whirlwind. You know, uh, when, when we, whenever we get flung out of it, I don't know, but but yeah. Can you, can you imagine if the Pokemon market crashed overnight and all our cards are worth nothing? Do you know what? Going back to what we're saying though. Genuinely, like, we've got so much love for this. Yeah, I've got some money invested in stock and some cards I've bought purely mm. to sell on. But in general, if these cards became worthless tomorrow, we would still love them, wouldn't we? Make a big fire in the back garden. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? We, we would still, especially the childhood ones, like sentimental, we would still love these cards. Yeah, of course we would. 100%. Even if my Charizard gets a, a one... L- I'm still going to cherish it. Well, yeah, it's true. Okay, if it got a two, then who wants a two? No one. If it yeah, got a two, no. I would. I would still cherish it because it's so sentimental. Well, it's a memory, isn't it? It's a memory and, of uh, yours. Yeah, exactly, mate. And, uh, 
Yeah, that's, and that's the thing. Like, um, and that's why I'm. Uh, I've always had this debate in my head, and sometimes you have to you do do me a favor by grounding me sometimes as to my goals a little bit when it comes to cards because uh, I'm I'm at heart I'm a massive collector. Like, I, I'm not gonna beat the bush. Like, the selling side of things, as much as it's beneficial, I just don't enjoy it. The collecting side of things is all yeah. is literally why I continue to do what I do, and um. And sometimes, like, I do battle with myself, like, why, why am I getting these things graded? But actually, they are, like, it's worth getting them graded because even if I don't sell them, they're protected. Do you know what I mean? And in that yeah. sense, if you want to have the longevity of keeping things safe, binders are good for that, but PSA or any sort of um, container, whatever they're called, they're called slab, uh, is better than anything, so... yeah. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Even to just protect the money you've invested as well, because you know it's far less likely it's going to get damaged if it's in like a, a plastic yeah. coffin, you know, than it is in a inside a, you know, just a binder on a shelf. So, because there's so many benefits to that, you get. It's kind of it turns it into like a little trophy, which is quite kind of cool. If, if it's something sentimental, so it looks really really cool. It also protects the value and it protects the card against damage as well. And it's you know, it's, just say you did lose interest, you're kind of you're protecting your investment. By That's the thing as well. Like, um, and I, and I always I, I, back when um, back before this, I say this year, last year, middle of last year, I hadn't looked at my Pokemon cards for like twenty years. Like I, I knew the binder was there, I knew the folder was there. I looked through them every now and again. I was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And I thought I was the bee's knees back then. I was like, I've got so many fucking cards. I was like, I hadn't really. I didn't really at all, to be honest. I just thought I did. Like, um, But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I'll go through a spell, as you will, like where we just lose a little bit of interest. It's, gonna, it's bound to happen, you know. Yeah, eventually. I mean, I definitely, I don't I don't think I'll be collecting as much, you know, in the future. And But that's the thing. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think I will be for a long time, but you never know. No, you, you never no. know. But at least with grading and things, you are, you're protecting your I've definitely never had that with Yu-Gi-Oh. I can honestly say that. And, and I collected Yu-Gi-Oh for a long time. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I collected a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But I never had that connection I had that, mm. with, that I had with Pokemon. Yeah, I started to collect Yu-Gi-Oh a bit last year, but I... It's very different. I've not got that same... I had it as a kid, but I just, I've not got that same hit of nostalgia with Yu-Gi-Oh! that I have a Yeah, same. I mean, we, we played it, didn't we? I mean, we must have liked it, because we played it... Yeah, even... yeah, yeah. In the science lab, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and... Um... <laughs> no, no, no. What's going on How's in here? How's your A-level DT going, Tom? Yeah, fine. I'll... Um... <laughs> I attack your defence... No, not that. No, but, um... <laughs> yeah. You lose so we must have liked points. it. I still, yeah, I mean, I, I like Yu-Gi-Oh! I still like it now, but it's just, I've not got that same hit of nostalgia. And the cards as well, the cards don't yeah. necessarily hold the same kind of value. Of course, there are some valuable Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, like, you know, the starter deck Yu-Gi-Oh!, the starter deck Kaiba, those kind of Dark Magician, like a the vintage Dark Magician girl and the Exodia and things. They've got mm. value, but it's yeah, a it different is, level. It is. I mean, you can get, like, a an original... Uh, Legend of the Blue Eyes White Dragon booster box. You can get it for a, well, it's under a grand. Yeah, it? yeah. It's a lot of money. It's a lot, fucking lot of money. But you know, bear in mind you can get a base set booster box for less than twenty k now. Yeah, probably more. Probably thirty k to be honest. Just different levels. 
I'll always remember when I look when I was in my flat and I looked at the base set booster box. And this is like 2016. It was 2,500 pounds, and I was just like, I would buy that in a second now. And just like, yeah, fuck, you would. Well, I was looking at buying a fossil box when I a couple of months ago. I was going to pay six, and luckily the guy rejected six. He wanted six and a half, and I think that's kind of put me off. And then I'm glad I didn't because fossil was actually one of those sets that. The, the booster boxes, Fossil and Jungle, haven't really gone up. They've kind of stayed floating around yeah. the six mark, whereas Base Set has still gone up. Starting to stabilise a bit. Um, now that a lot of people that got into Pokemon for the hype and the money are starting to leave now. Some of the prices are going down. And there's so much stock circulating, particularly with modern cards. Like, going back to these Charizard Illustrator promos quick. So, when I ordered these they, from Japan, they were going for like 30 quid each. And in the space of two weeks, they've already dropped down. They're floating around twenty twenty five yeah. pound. And they're gonna get lower, but eventually, you know, as they become more scarce, they'll start to go up again. But the market's really weird at the minute. Neo seems to have shot right up, and other sets are becoming more affordable. I've got a bit of a theory about that, actually, because um, I think that people are anticipating Neo in the twenty fifth anniversary, and I feel like that's why. I feel like people are anticipating a massive push for Neo cards for the Possibly, 25th, and yeah. I think they want the old ones. That's my theory, anyway. Possibly. Possibly, mate. So, thanks for listening to the uh, the episode. This has been Grading, CGC versus PSA. Let us know what you think. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.